Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we are talking to Hate Unbound. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I am talking to Daryl, Deanna, Art, and Foot from Hate Unbound, and a fan in Delhi. How you guys doing? what's up good man what's up hey all right it's great to it's great to see you guys virtually and get to talk to you um so so deli uh i kind of start off like most of the shows with the fan in that how did you become a fan of hate unbound i became a fan mostly uh, through my association with knowing uh, a foot and uh daryl and and art and I have not had the pleasure to meet De- uh, Deanna just quite yet, not in person anyway, but I have um, been, been kind of in and out of the scene for, for a few years, kind of doing this project to that project, did Society Hostel, did uh, AFR, um, and um, I've been kind of in between bands because I'm an asshole and nobody really likes me in their band. So... <laughs> So that's how I use, and, and of course, um, of course, Will. I just recently had the pleasure to meet a few months ago as well. But um, I think they're one of the best metal bands out there, pretty much. Uh, and well, I should say, still are. It's just because of this stupid goddamn pandemic. Right. And um, I, I think they're right. one of the best bands out there. Yeah, uh, I agree, man. And uh, so, guys, I I gotta congratulate you on. Um, the new album, you know, uh, Darkness Becomes All. It's fucking so awesome. Um, oh, how cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. I, awesome. I just, I, you know, I love every tune on it, like the intensity, the, um, I think your songwriting is, is gotten, you know, like, I, I loved Plague, and then I heard this album, and I was like, fuck. I mean, it's just so goddamn good. So I'm curious, like, when you guys, uh, what do you think of how this this album compares to the plague or you know like the early piece stuff you guys did i you know plague i liked i didn't love that one that was more of a compromise for me um which isn't a bad thing you know you're a part of a team but um this the new one darkness becomes all like reflects like our writing with foot now so it's obviously improved because of that um also we've kind of taken small shift of where we've gone stylistically right. so i love it and you know and we even have a set of a small set of new songs that are uh to me even a tier above darkness becomes all for songwriting and every everything it's, it just keeps getting better you know and now D, dna's helping out with songwriting so we're, we're starting to pick up even more momentum there and uh so i mean i won't even listen to plague and we might play one song from it <laughs> live but other than that yeah i mean the new stuff is it for me and i just love the hell out of that stuff so awesome so i mean is it pretty much taken over the set list then um or are you are you doing some of the older stuff too because i you know i i still like plague and but i do think that your uh songwriting on the new album has just superseded it in all respects yeah the new stuff's taken over the set we'll play one or two old ones and once in a while i'll throw in a cover to mix things up for people but yeah it's it's all new stuff so what is the i've always kind of wondered like what is the songwriting process like for you guys do you um is it like uh are you i think of like an old school band that still gets together in a jam room and puts together their music or is it uh kind of new school where people are like I've got a riff. I sent, you know, I email it over to foot foot puts drums on it. Somebody else comes in and says, Oh yeah, that sounds cool. I'm going to add some more stuff. So all in a row, every week we get together in Daryl's basement and then uh, shit just happens randomly. Like shit. <laughs> is your mic in a shoebox? Yeah, it's your mic. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you leaving this planet in a rocket ship, dude? <laughs> I might be. Oh, I'll take the, uh, Double cheeseburger. <laughs> is it then... Does my mic suck? It's yeah, my it mic is. sucky. Is it better now? Here, try try that response again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the double cheeseburger is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you want an apple? You want an apple pie with that? <laughs> well, hey, 
we'll meet in Daryl's basement and uh, see what shakes out every week. Awesome. And so, like, where where do you like? Where's the inspiration from? Because um, I, I've met you guys, um, and it's it's the same with a lot of metalheads. Um, you know, you've got uh, you typically very cool, like laid back personality, but then when you get into the music and you start listening to that music, you're like, this is like a different person, you know. So, what is the inspiration for the 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 metal that you guys make? Mm. Well, lyrically, um, um, mine is like sometimes current events, things going on with life in general, and then a lot of movies I write about, um, that I, you know, gory stuff. Yeah. But is that where lyrically how they come along? Is that where why won't you uh, why won't you die? <laughs> hey, that's a zombie song. Like Daryl's <laughs> like, let's do a zombie song. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, that's where I came from, and you know, we'll put together some really cool um licks on that and. It came out really cool. Musically, we kind of feel everything. It's like a lot of bands. It's 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 one part band. It's another part drinking club for most of us. So, <laughs> you know, we typically fueled by alcohol. And uh, at least for me, like for writing riffs, they kind of follow what I'm into at the time. So mm-hmm. that always changes. Like uh, there's a song, uh, "Becoming Darkness," which is one of the slower ones on now, but I, it's probably one of my favorites. It's, it was kind of inspired by uh, my friends in Centenary, the local band yeah. who play, because uh, I used to jam in a band with Al uh, on vocals as well. And uh, I went and seen him and I just kind of went home with this idea in my head after catching him. And I was like, all right. And that song came from that. And that's just a gentle way of saying I ripped it off from them. <laughs> awesome. I kid, I kid. <laughs> You'd be amazed how much stuff happens just by accident or organically if you want to call it that like there'll be a conversation happening between like two people in the band and someone else over here will be noodling or just kind of dicking off and then someone else will hear it and go play that again and then two hours later it's a 30 riff song (laughs) and that happens a lot (laughs) two hours later it's a seven minute opus and and another thing is like if i come home after hockey for practice and uh i'm i'm obliterated drunk yeah <laughs> those are bad those are fine those i probably fine. i probably have like best i probably have like 40 riffs that i'm just like throwing at everybody and best. it just drives everyone crazy like wait wait there's one more and yeah i just keep going i love it erratic drunk songwriting daryl is my favorite <laughs> dude i second that man it's like the best practice ever yeah. yeah, so many ideas. Just keep. All right, can I just work this riff out first, man? Slow down a second. <laughs> next, like next. next. Oh, that's like and a then we can, right there. And then we can go like this. Are right, we gonna go back to that first riff? No, fuck that riff. Let's do, do this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's bad. What's the chorus? Right. Fuck a chorus. We don't yeah. screw your structure. We need another riff. <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing, we, don't, is, we just throw structure out the window. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds like the formula for like really great technical death with a with a groove is to you know play hockey and get fucked up. <laughs> exactly right. My secret is out. <laughs> yeah. and to every week, try a different beer we've never heard of ever. I don't know why we don't showcase oh, yeah. that more. We should go. Oh, so yeah, uh, you guys should. If uh, I'm going to plug my my buddy Matt from Cryptopsy, uh, if you listen to his podcast, it's all about metal and beer, box and hops. Oh, yeah, that's all he box does. and hops. Yep he he interviews oh, sounds awesome. He interviews metal bands and talks to them about metal and beer. So Wait. you got to check it out. Well, yeah, we yeah. got to book that one next then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll hook you up with him. Uh, he's a cool dude. Uh, so, so Deli, uh, you know, I don't want to take over the whole thing. And Mike, if, if you can hear us, um, uh, yeah, I got my work. Right now, so. All right, cool. Hey, Mike. How you Hi, doing? Mike. There he is. There he is. Some guys. What's hey, up, man? What's up? Yeah. So, so Mike, I'm going to flip it over to you. Uh, how did you become a fan of Hate Unbound? Well, um, I played in a band called the Vanity name dropping, <laughs> right? And, uh, so I saw them a couple times at our, our shows and we played gigs with them and they're fucking fantastic. So, and they're like a great group of guys, always nice. And um, yeah, so that's just kind of how we got it, you know, over the years, basically just playing with them and 
I really dig the new album. It's totally fucking awesome, by the way. So thanks, Mike. Cool. The check. The checks in the mail, Mike. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so. Part of what fans and bands is about is letting the fans talk to the bands and ask their questions. So I'm going to flip it over to Deli. Do you get any questions for these guys? Oh, shit. I know. Spot, Fucking eh? get on it, dude. <laughs> Please pick on art. Okay. I, I, I will have to ask just because, I, you know, from one musician to a group of them, um, and this could be for all of you guys, but what is the most... Um, most memorable concert. It could be good or bad or embarrassing, but what is the one concert experience in Hit Unbound that you have personally experienced? Like, um, like it could be during the show, after the show. Was the one thing that always will stick, no matter how much you try to repress that memory. How? What is that one thing that, um, like, something that you ate before a show that maybe didn't agree with you on stage, or just a great show, or a big free-for-all brawl that happened uh, i was just curious of that one moment that stands out so for, for me show. it was before we played a show in toledo a few years ago we were setting up and uh it was poorly lit and they had this tiny little set of steps going up the side you know the little <laughs> <laughs> and art knows what happened i was setting up and i fucking <laughs> fell off the fucking stage and like as i was falling i like grabbed the wall <laughs> so I like fell in slow motion because I was kind of like holding onto the wall. <laughs> it was so terrible. <laughs> Luckily, only a few people saw it, but it's uh, that's one of the funnier moments. And since Will's not here, I'm going to speak for him. When we did the, that week, two week tour for Plague after it came out, when we were playing somewhere, I think in Wisconsin, we had had Culver's earlier in the day, and Will shit his fucking pants <laughs> on stage <laughs> while we we're playing. And everybody, everybody that was at the front of the stage, everybody that was at the front of the stage went outside to smoke after he did that. They were like, "Fuck this! It smells like I'd rather have cancer than smell his ass." <laughs> yes. Oh my god! I remember that. So, That's the worst ever. We did. I was just, I was hoping one of you guys had a shit or shit or a bad fart during the traveling story. I, I, I'm just weird like that. That's the whole. God bless That's the whole last few years. My. Biggest, this, we talk about this every, every time we do any interview or anything. My first show with the guys was at the full terror assault right. oh, on like yeah. two week notice. And it was the hottest fucking place on yes. earth. Yes. And uh, <laughs> we pretty much party for three days. And the only way to get to town to get anything was a 20 minute shuttle that you had to take. I think Philibus was driving the uh, shuttle. I don't know if you know Phil. Yep. So they gave me a bunch of money and said, here, go get as much water as you can get from the store. And so I came back like an hour and a half later or whatever. And um, I only bought beer with all the money and I brought zero waters. <laughs> and he drank most of those beers. And I, I drank most of the beer. <laughs> and Will, Will discovered a four-year-old Juggalo Pond beer, uh, drunk swimming with our friend, Drunk Jesus. And that was also <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That, that whole Jesus. that whole weekend should be its own interview for real. Yeah, yeah. that that was I was time out there. I was there, and that was fucking yeah. Yes. yeah. The I storm of the it. century happened. It was awesome. Yeah, holy shit, that was crazy as fuck. And then yeah, yeah it was just hot as balls all the time. Um, all the time. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was a good show. Come on, and then DK. Uh, Deanna's Deanna's I, I first show one. with us. Yeah. yeah. That's, all right, that was, was where just, I was going. So my first show with the guys, we played at <laughs> in Gary, Indiana. What was that um, we're playing there on Saturday? Oh, we're we're playing there yeah, tomorrow. 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 Yeah, down there. That tomorrow. was my first show with the guys. It was in Gary, Indiana, and I sw I forgot my bass. And then the next day, we had to drive like forty five minutes out of the way to go get my guitar. I left. I literally left my guitar at the venue on my first show. Oh shit. <laughs> It's one of the many. I have many more, but that's probably the, the one that... You forgot how we got toasted for seven hours watching a Rastafarian band uh, <laughs> well, next to the venue right. all afternoon. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. It was, oh, it, was, it was cool and then not so cool <laughs> later. <laughs> Someone got a little too messed up to function. <laughs> right, so are we... I was going to use the Culver story. 
Sean just joined. Hey, Sean, can you hear us? What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. We can hear you. Good to see you, man. Hell yeah. Oh, hey. What's up, man? What's happening? Not a whole lot. Just uh, worked all day and chilling. Cool. My man. All right. All right. Art, Art was about to tell us one of his most memorable moments with well, the rest of I was going to use Culver's, but you took it. Oh, <laughs> we gotta work these things out, right? <laughs> we gotta no, coordinate. Mine was, uh, mine was like I had ankle surgery like three years ago, and two weeks off it, we played uh, where we playing Pontiac, the Crowfoot, and I think it was a suffocation, and I was playing it. Morbid Angel, Morbid Angel, oh, Morbid Angel, yeah. I was on a lot yeah. of drugs. Yeah, so <laughs> suffocation was there too, I think, and, and revocation. Yeah, and rev, yeah. Anyway, so my biggest memory about that show was uh, I had to play in a, a walking scooter because I had, couldn't put no weight on my ankle. And I thought it was going to be a terrible show, and everyone like actually dug it. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah. I was, was bouncing around yeah. on stage with that little scooter, and I was, like, kicking it, and he was getting pissed and shit. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think Will's like, do a wheelie on it, man. I'm like, oh, shut up, bitch. Can't even fucking walk. You know, really? Do some tricks. Nice. Uh, so it was so metal. It was so metal. That is. Well, yeah. Metal. A scooter and metal. Yeah. Hell yeah. Totally. Um, Sean, uh, since you joined, um, curious what uh when did you become a fan of Hate Unbound and how? Um I think they opened for was it obituary in Toledo? Uh, oh, yeah. was that a few years ago. Yep. Oh yes, it was. Uh, I was good. seeing them then, and every time they came back to town, I kept seeing them. So, thank nice. you. Awesome. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. And did you go to the obituary show at uh, the Pike Room with us? No, no, no. The, uh, the, the beginning of COVID party. Yeah. <laughs> right. We're responsible, yeah. single handedly responsible for the rising yeah, we brought cases COVID to Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll do. So, so part of what we do, um, like, as uh, with fans with bands, is you know break break it out so that the fans can ask some questions. So, uh, Sean or Mike, do you guys have questions for the band? After you, Sean. <laughs> My man. <laughs> I didn't really have any prepared. Didn't know what it was all about. Um, Neither did we. <laughs> We're not prepared either, bro. <laughs> uh, you guys writing any new music or anything? I need to have a new album come out. Working on any new music at all? or Constantly. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of like spaghetti. Like, most of it sucks. So we're looking for those gems. <laughs> right. What we have is yeah, like and 17, uh, 70% finished songs. <laughs> <laughs> And everything's titled yeah. new song. Right? Yeah. Everything yeah. on Dropbox, go, new song, newer song, fast yeah. one, faster one. One thing we've been doing with the new tune, sorry, the, the one thing we're trying to do with the new, well, we're not trying, it's just unintentional. It's like all the new stuff seems to be really fast for at least for us. We've always kind of been known as like the slow groove death thing. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yep. and now we're like, hey, how about we do something? You know, and, uh, so the new songs will be a nice contrast from like this new album too i think so oh yeah yeah cool uh mike you got it's it? not even not even fueled by cocaine so it's just <laughs> damn it you took my cocaine joke <laughs> damn, it. <laughs> damn it uh mike you got any questions um let's see so how do you guys manage touring and shit like that with uh, you know, obviously you guys have families and whatnot too, and you guys have been able to stick together for a long time. So how do you guys, do you like, I don't know. How do you manage that? I guess. Get a bribe of wives. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, any travel, like with, you know, I wasn't a band. It's hard enough doing even a local show. Cause you're not just gone for an hour at Delhi. You, you guys all know this. It's like, man, you're gone for like most of any yeah. night when you yeah. play any show. Yeah. So so travels like exacerbates that. And uh, I don't know. I, I think um, I think if my wife gets loud with me, I'd throw a beating on her and uh, that'd be the <laughs> end of it. So. 
Mrs. Mitchell will whoop your ass. I know she was right. in, Mrs. she's in the other room going, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. This motherfucker. It's a balance. It's a hard but I try to personally what I try to do is I try to bank a shit ton of good points when I'm not out playing. <laughs> so like <laughs> when I'm not playing, I'm I'm at home doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So that when I do go out, I'm not, uh, it's not like, oh, you, you're just always a show and you don't do shit. Right. So yeah, it's a like balancing act. Too, so it's probably not easy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, my girlfriend doesn't always mind when I'm gone for a while. I, I get on her nerves most times, so that helps. <laughs> Very nice. The, the real tricky part is like Will has this ridiculous work schedule. I don't know how he gets time off because otherwise he works like 80 hours a week or something ridiculous. So um, I think he just banks up. The Our time. Nick Joe is in his parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing the Speedway by the air. We're playing the Speedway by the airport on Halloween. That's right. <laughs> it's a live stream. <laughs> so. Uh, kind of uh, going back to going back in time, like uh, what is your guys's? Uh, what was the first album that you uh, bought with your own money? And we'll start with Deanna. My first album I bought. Yep, with your um, own money. My first album with my own money was Iron Maiden. Which one? Uh, it was Thrillers, Killers. Oh. I'm sorry, Thrillers. 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 No, it was Show. Killers. It was Iron Maiden, Killers. Awesome. Awesome. And I love that album. Yeah. And the first song I learned, one of the first songs I had to learn on bass was Wrath Child. That was a huge nice. irony. Nice. Nice. That's yeah. a good one. Got the cool bass in one, yeah. Steve Harris, you know, the master. took forever to learn that in the beginning when I was a beginner, but I was bound to sermon. That's a pretty aggressive finger style, isn't it? Yeah. Very intense. All right. Uh, Daryl, how about you? Uh, oh, it's foot peeing again. I hope oh, not. that's not me. <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> Mine would have been, so if you guys remember, like, there used to be those record clubs, Columbia House. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. Columbia House. I hosed them a bunch of times. They'd yeah. give you, like, 2,000 uh, cassette tapes for like a dollar 99 cents or something yeah for a and then you'd be on the hook to buy you know a million more for like you know ridiculous prices so <laughs> i had that that was my first venture and it was like i think the most memorable stuff i got on that and i got it all at the same time because i never got like any kind of album before i was just a radio kid right. it, was, it was like old metal it was like scorpions and judas priest and stuff like that so it would have been like scorpions blackout uh, I don't remember the Judas Priest, even though I'm, that's probably my favorite Bruce band of Steel, all time. Maybe? Yeah, I'm, it, that seems to be popping out in my head, and uh, there's been a few cocktails since then, so I'm <laughs> have trouble remembering. So, <laughs> and then I got a bunch of you know just generic rock from that point, like ACDC was a big one on that list, and so. But the one that stood out to me was like I loved I loved Scorpions back out. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, I and then. Um, yeah, it kind of went from there, you know, from hair metal, if you can call them that. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a, a foray into the, the hair metal, you know, for everybody, I think. You can avoid it for a while. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. So, Art, how about you? Man, I don't even want to say what my first album was. Come on. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> I got enough. I can't remember. It can't be any worse than, my, it can't be any worse than mine, Art. Yeah, yeah it probably we'll, is. We'll get to you, Delhi. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my first, the yeah. first one I actually paid for with my own money was The Offspring, and it was the album with Gotta Keep Them Separated on it. I can't remember the name of the album, oh, but right, it was that yeah. album. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, so that was it. my first one. Yeah, 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 that is embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, that record, <laughs> that record was called uh, We're Not Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> I had Green Day too. I remember that. I did. Uh, so, uh, Foot, how about you? My first record I bought with my own money was Bon Jovi's "Slippery When Wet." Oh yeah. And uh, wasn't it wasn't wasn't hard to learn any of it? And I still owe Columbia House twenty two thousand dollars. <laughs> Me too, man. I, 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 got, I had five fake accounts yeah. of people that. 
school with that are probably still getting collection notices. <laughs> yeah. My mom had to take out a second mortgage because I kept using her name on them. <laughs> I got I was into a lot of the hair metal. I thought I thought Vince Neal and Brett Michaels were the same dude because you never saw them in the same place at the same time. I, <laughs> and it wasn't until I was in my like mid twenties so I discovered real metal. So I was a late bloomer. True story. When I saw that first cover of that first Poison album, when they're all dolled up with the oh, makeup, yeah. my cousin showed it to me. I go, damn, man, those chicks are hot. And my cousin goes, wait. He's like, yeah, brace yourselves. Man. These are guys. It was like, yeah. it was like, yeah. yeah. Or the, or the dudes in Striper. The- oh, oh yeah. They were, they were pretty. Yeah. They still are. Yeah. They still are. Yeah. And Sebastian Bach too. Yeah. Well, he's not, he's not aged well. I mean, well, no offense, but no, I haven't either. No. All right. You guys aren't exempt. So uh, starting with you, Chuck, what was your first album? My first album that I bought with my own money. uh, It was Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh yes. I love old. Awesome album. Awesome. Great. Damn. That killed all our records. (laughs) All right. That's the best one. You're up next, man. Let's hear it. Hey, Oh shit. Uh, well, uh, 1979, because um, I'm an old fart, um, I bought, I mean, of course, this is not metal, but it was ELO's Discovery. Yeah, that's Ooh, a good I album. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know everyone shits on that because it's like their disco album, yeah, yeah, but I really like that. Yeah. Don't, don't break me down. And, yeah, it's um, a great Bruce. Fuck yeah. Dude, <laughs> he was such a great songwriter, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this qualifies as metal and... and and it's going to sound trendy, but it's the absolute truth. The first hard rock slash metal album I bought was about a year later, which was Van Halen's Women and Children oh, First. Oh, fuck yeah. That's a great album. Nice. Perfect. Which I still got in cassette form up in my room somewhere. Yeah. Is it is a Tora, Tora, Tora on there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's on the, that's, um, starts off side two. Yeah, I believe. And take your whiskey home. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, I love that song. Of course, the best one was a year later, which was Fair Warning, the best Van Halen album ever, I think. But besides the first one, but. right? Van, yeah, Van, for me it was Van Halen too. But um, yeah, that was a good. That was a good one. I always liked Fair Warning the best for because it was weirder. Yeah, it definitely was yep. weird. All right, Mike, Mike, you're up, man. What was your first first one you bought? Oh boy, so I didn't get into music till probably about like kind of like middle schoolish. So. We took a field trip to Washington D.C. and there, there was able to get a uh, what was it like the first parental advisory CD I was able to buy, <laughs> and it was uh, Fred. Uh, what was it? Limp biscuits, uh, chocolate starfish. <laughs> yep, yep. Nice. <laughs> that was your that first album. First one. You had like the one I actually bought myself. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. he, he bought it. Yeah, I'm sure he had it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the first album i've ever received was tlc's crazy sexy cool oh, oh, what about your friend wow. <laughs> cultured man right. that's right wow that's all i can imagine yep that is so cool. but i do like metal believe it. <laughs> nice to believe it or not <laughs> i think we should cover tlc man do a death metal version of ain't too proud of you just want to hear the rap part, yeah. yeah. I seen a rainbow go, yesterday. Go, 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 go. <laughs> no, we even gotta do water. I can do the whole rap, dude. It's no do uh, paint it black by uh, the Stones, and we of course we changed it into an extreme metal song, not extreme, you know, blast beats, but an extremely heavy death metal song. It was great. So I love taking old songs and kind of like restructuring them and stuff for that stuff. Yeah, there's definitely some old tunes that definitely can be. Um, I mean, they're heavy when they were made, and they can just, you know, get cranked up and, you know, throw some double bass and angry yeah, guitars, yeah. and you're good yeah. to go. I also had "Into the Blue" by Debbie Gibson. Oh, nice! Oh, very nice. <laughs> For, Don't lie, you had album. Don't lie, I, dude. Those chicks came out right when I was going through puberty. So, <laughs> oh boy, yeah. yeah. I, I I don't care what anybody says. Deborah Gibson is definitely fat worthy. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, I, still, I agree with that. No, 100%. still, man. I was gonna say. I'm sorry, Deanna. I'm sorry. I'm probably going to help her saying that in the presence of a lady, but I'm sorry, Deborah Gibson. Is fat <laughs> Which lady, Art? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Melinda joined too. So you know. Oh, oops. Oh, we have a lady. Yeah, we're not gonna be PC here. Either. There we go. 
<laughs> Good luck to you. That's right. Cheers. We'll all, we'll all be going to church Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I'm, dude, I haven't gone to mass in so long because I'm afraid the moment I do, I'm going to burst in the flames. Right. <laughs> Church. So, so sticking sticking with the the nostalgia theme, uh, what was your first concert that you went to, uh, Daryl? This is terrible. I don't remember my first concert. What? What was the second one? <laughs> well, the first one was the first one was like when uh, not really like a big band that I wanted to go see. So it was like at high schools. There's this band we used to call Free Fair. They'd come around and tour like the country and play shows. And uh, they, they came to my high school, man. Yeah. Eighty-six. My buddy dragged me to it, and uh, they did all these, you know, pop covers and look like not really hard rock, you know, kind of edgy rock. And uh, but then, well, I thought it was okay, and then like they stop and start preaching to you. Uh. <laughs> like, whoa, man! And uh, that's why I never forgot that one. That was literally the first time I went and saw like live music, you know. Nice. And there's been like a million shows after that. So, well, what was the first one you wanted to go to then that you went to? Oh boy, that would have been something at the original Blondies on oh, Seven. Yeah. So I am thinking that was probably, you know, I don't remember. I think it was actually the Exodus show there when they came in. Oh, many, many, many moons ago. Wow. Um, yeah, that was. That was pretty, pretty crazy. It was sold out, you know, that tiny, if you remember yes. the original Blondie. Oh, yeah. It was tiny. So it was like asses to elbows in there. And uh, yeah, that's the first one I wanted to go. I think I stole the money to go to that, too, actually. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, Art, how about you, man? What was your first show? Oh, man. My first show is Air Supply. Me and my mom went to it. Fucking awesome. Was that huge? Yeah. I mean, I imagine it was yeah. huge. Shame no shame in that. Oh man, I mean it was a DTE and I'm pretty sure she got free tickets. Wow. Really? Uh, wow. Damn. Or whatever it was before it was DTE. Pine knob. Is it called Yeah, it was Pine Knob then. Yep. Was she ripping off her paintings and shit? Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> had a brother shortly after, I don't know how. <laughs> Looks just like their singer. <laughs> Looks just like the singer. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, Foot, how about you, man? What was your first show? In terms of uh, first seeing live music, my parents used to take me to the downtown hoedown a lot when I was like nine. Oh, so sure. I got to see like Lori Morgan and shit like that. Uh, yeah. But my first big, big concert that I went to was when I was 15 or 16. It's blurry. I saw uh, the Use Your Illusion Tour, Guns N' Roses with Metallica and Faith No More at Pontiac Silverdome. Holy shit. And this was like... Wait two weeks after the St. Louis bullshit happened. Oh yeah. So me and my friend had floor tickets and Axel walked off the stage again. And I was like, dude, you know what happened two weeks ago? We're all going to fucking die. It's just me and him and like 10,000 biker looking dudes. I, I thought we were never going to make it out of there, but it was a great con <laughs> Axel came back out, whined for a half an hour and finished the show. It was a talky kicked ass. So it was when they had hair and balls and hairy balls. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> uh, was that with uh, Newstead? Was was he in the band then? I think. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Nice. That's Great. when Lars had like big drums that can't just fit in my garage. <laughs> Unlike what he's been using for like the last fifteen years. Right. But uh, it was a fantastic first experience. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so Deanna, how about you? Um, when I was ten, the first show I went to was Sticks and Pat Benatar. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, nice. I love Pat Benatar. Was Dennis Young in the band, or was he, or was the other guy? Was that? In, oh, Sticks. When, was it old Sticks with Dennis yeah. Young, or was it? Uh, oh, oh, awesome! That's awesome. the only real Amazing. Sticks, man. Amazing. Yeah. I agree. Totally agree. Very nice, Deli. How about you? Hey, Stewie. Oh, Stewie left. Oh, we lost Stewie. We lost Stewie. Oh, he was just on. I'm the curse. I got to shut up. All right, um, <laughs> The first concert I ever saw was in was back home in Grand Rapids around 1982. Um, I don't know if you guys remember uh, the Mandrell sister. It was it was oh, yeah. a country hoedown yep. thing. Yeah. yeah, the Mandrells, Barbara yeah. and Louise. Yeah, it was uh, the Mandrell sisters were um, uh, doing a, a show up there, and I actually got to meet Louise af afterwards, which was 
Nice. Really cool for a 10 year old. Yeah. Boy. Hell yeah. So, it's super cool. Yeah. So, but the first rock show I ever saw was Joe Satriani in 1990. Yeah. That was, I, we're getting the chat here. Yeah. That, that guy, uh, yeah, he was my idol for a while. It still is, I mean, but I just don't. I still, I still got a handwritten letter from him around that time too, because I was big into to surfing with the alien, and it was yeah. right after uh, Flying and Blue Dream came out. Yeah, yeah surfing with the alien was awesome. That I loved that album. That's when I realized I'd never be able to play guitar anywhere close to that. So I was like, well, I just got to make my way through. Yeah. yeah, I kept trying, but it it never happened. But you know, so. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be good. <laughs> so, so Mike, how about you, man? This is, and I just want to prove that I'm metal as hell still <laughs> before what I say. So, so it gets worse. So the first concert I've ever gone to was Creed. Creed. I saw, you know what? Hell, hell yeah. yeah. We're at. Yep. It was at the palace. Nice. So, yeah. That was probably was a chick great. fest though, wasn't it? <laughs> I would expect it to be a change. But that's not why I went. <laughs> I love Mark Tremonti. Even still to this day, though, I love Mark Tremonti's play. He's, oh. he's actually a le- legit metalhead. He you is know? legit. You know, he plays yeah. other like, stuff. Alton Bridge like kicks ass, dude. See what I got over here, right? What's that? You see what I got over here, right? I mean, if I'm not a Tremonti fanboy, I don't know what proves Oh, oh the MT-15. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. His amp is better. Tremonti's got a new solo record coming on, I think, soon. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that. I don't know. I, I I've always dug his playing, and I, you know, I as shitty as it sounds, I kind of still like Creed a little bit, but I don't know. Yeah. The first time was gotta get over the vocalist. Yeah, there's exactly, there's, not, yeah. there's, not, there's nothing really wrong with Creed. I mean, they had some good stuff. It's a little you know, the first album was great. yeah yeah yeah. Weathered right. was good. Weathered was pretty good. It had Stay Eye on it, which was good. What if was really good. Yep. Bullets. Yeah, bullets was they're like bullets. Bullets was a great they're, they're song. Yeah, not like that. Yeah, yeah, they're like not that typical cookie cutter cock rock stuff. <laughs> they're not like the nickel. Like, sa- like saving hinder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Saving uh, hinder. So, Three so, days saving hinder. Need my man card back. Theory of a hinder. No, it's cool. So, so Stewie, I mean, you, uh, can you hear us, man? Yeah, I hear you. All right. There he is. What's up? Hey, hey Miss Louie. Hey, babe. Melinda. Yeah. Hey. Howdy. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Not much. Getting ready to crack me a beer here. Nice. All right. So, so let's get uh, both of your guys' stories. So, so we'll start with uh, Stewie. Uh, how did you become a fan of uh, Hate Unbound? Oh, uh, since they first came out. I remember uh, Art was uh, with Circle. Oh, God, I can't think of Sorted Circle. Sorted Circle. Yeah, Sorted Circle. I still got that shirt. It's probably the best only shirt that still picked me. I saw Hate Unbound play for the first time at uh, Hot Rocks. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. I believe it was Hot oh, Rocks or um, the uh, Detroit Pub. It's one of those two. And it probably was the pub, man. It blew yeah. me away. I just loved it. And I've been a fan ever since. Yeah, the Detroit Pub. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. I missed the Detroit Pub. That was a great venue. Yeah, it was, it was a good venue. That was. Yeah. So, so Melinda, when did you become a fan? I just became a fan. I'm new. New? Awesome. <laughs> I'm a yeah. Yeah. Cool. I've She's been like, a fan for a while, so... Melinda's um, like, I'm not a fan of that garbage. So. <laughs> I love you guys, actually. Yes, I have you on my MP3 and everything. I'll be listening to you all the way to California when I go. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it was nice to nice to meet you the other night, finally. So Yeah, yeah you too. Cool. Yeah, I actually yeah. Uh, grew up in the same city the drummer lives in. I'm not good with names, sorry. <laughs> but foot? It's all right. We call him Foot. Yeah. I've only been hanging like out. I've only been hanging out with Melinda for the last two weekends. Why would she remember me? <laughs> <laughs> I'll call with names, sorry. <laughs> it's all, it's all right. <laughs> Al- yeah, alcohol might be a factor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if that's, uh, so that's metal. Yeah, that is metal. 
Uh, so Hate Unbound uh, folks, if you guys could be like on uh, tour with any band, uh, what would that be? And uh, obituary. Obituary, yeah, I'll say yeah. that too. Obituary, yeah. Jungle I love rock. these guys, man. They're sweet. Jungle oh, rock. That too. That's a good oh, one too. That'd be just a good yeah. lineup right there. Jungle rocks yeah. are boys, man. Yeah, so is obituary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great fit. But great, great I'll bunch of people. Both Jungle bands rock. have just obituary. the coolest dudes. Yeah. Did Did you guys play with Jungle Rot? I, I think you did. Yeah. Well, a few times. Band half times. Yep. Multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. They like Perfect. come around like after a year and still recognize all of us. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And not just like, oh, hey, and pretending to know you and shit. They genuinely yep. remember playing with us every time. The first time I came to see you guys was you were uh, with Jungle Rot. At the token, token. Oh, really? yeah. Oh, the token. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm. That's the first time I saw you guys play. Guys, live, man. Them and Havoc, Havoc are really good too. Oh yeah, and I want to say that I saw. I I'm trying to remember when I saw Jungle Rot because uh, it might have been the show you guys played on, or it might have been with Havoc, but I can't remember now. Oh, we played with them at Havoc at uh, Lansing the Loft. So if you were out at that one, yep, that's the one. And like the, a couple of summers ago. Yeah, I think the Ottawa Tavern. We played with both of them too. Yeah. Uh, did Havoc play that? Pretty Havoc sure. played at the Loft, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you, I think it was a great show. Yeah, it was. And I remember uh, the bass player, he wasn't the bass player then for Snafu, um, and I can't remember his name, so sorry, dude. Um, but he's a really big dude, you know, and he's down in the pit, and I've got the camera, you know, and fucking just comes in and like you know like this and i go flying over you know and he's like he comes over and grabs me like man i'm sorry you know like he's holding on to me so then i was like i'm gonna use this guy as a block you know for fucking pits going around it's like yeah this is perfect i i have an island <laughs> oh, i use thomas for that i use big old thomas for that shit <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yes yeah thomas is a walking wall <laughs> So if there if there was, that was a, cool to see him on Saturday. Yeah, real cool. Yeah. So if there's a, a a particular city that you guys would like to play in that you haven't yet, what would that be? Anywhere west, like out of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's funny. I was just gonna say anything on the East Coast would be fun. I was thinking East Coast as well, ex- except for like New York City, because I hate the big cities like Chicago, and New York City. There's there's shit for bands, bands with a trailer and parking. Are, those places are just god awful. And uh, but like you know areas around there, yeah, I'm cool with it. <laughs> um, definitely not St. Louis because everyone gets robbed there. Their shit stolen. <laughs> right? Yeah, it is kind of notorious, isn't it? It's terribly no- notorious. It's like. Yeah, I'd like so, to get down to Texas. It seems like Texas would be pretty live. I want to play Nashville. We never got to play Nashville on the last tour. That'd yeah. be cool. Oh, that'd right. be kind of cool. Yep, Nashville is a fun time. Yep, yep, super fun. So, uh, One day Melinda, I'll survive this year. <laughs> uh, Melinda, do you have any questions you want to ask uh, the folks in Hate Unbound? Uh not really. <laughs> <laughs> right. and that's okay. No, yeah, it's no, yeah, no problem. The, the the whole thing with fans with bands is to try to, you know, give you guys an opportunity just, just besides me asking questions to let the fans, you know, ask shit. Sure. So if you want to, it's cool. If you don't, totally cool too. Stewie, how about you, man? Oh, man, just as long as they keep playing, it's a good jam for the pit to start uh kicking in and everybody having a good time that's what it's all about there you go damn right it is yeah. <laughs> damn right. and thank Stay you for having too. pants on by the way pants are overrated pants pants who needs them pants are metal come on <laughs> pants are for pussies He's not in his blue boxers. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, all you need is that little guy, Lonnie, to come do his air guitar when you guys play it. Oh, for sure. 
right? Yeah. Lonnie shreds his imaginary instrument. Yeah. Yes, yes, he can. <laughs> and, I, and I love it because you know he's having fun, man. When he's doing it, dude. That's right. If that dude That's takes so up, good. if he takes up air drums, I'm out of a fucking job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know he actually went to class for air drumming. It's a oh that got me what are they charge for that oh got me yeah who's the professor (laughs) who teaches such a course (laughs) maybe Maybe you'll start doing like a a youtube course on air guitar and air drumming Be like Prince, he I can play 29 air I instruments. I ain't saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, I, can play the, I can play the air maracas in my pants all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, guys, I, I thank you so much for, for being on with me, and I've got one more question for everyone. And that is, if you could go anywhere, I mean, because travel right now kind of sucks. It's hard to go. I don't think we can even leave the country. But if we could, um, or in the United States, you don't have to go outside the U.S., um, where would you go? Where, where would you like to go? And that could be like for a week, a month, a year, whatever you want. But anywhere in the world, where would you go? Um, start with foot. Uh Amsterdam, probably, <laughs> if I can spend an extent. <laughs> I mean, what trouble could I get into there? Right. It seems like a totally, totally safe and reasonable place for me to be. <laughs> nice. Uh, Daryl. Are we talking like personally or like what we musically? Well, so it could be either. So uh, anywhere in the world you'd like to play and or personally go to. Oh, like personally, I'd like to just go to Venice because I've never been and I wanted to. And now that, you know, I have a lot more free time, unfortunately, the world doesn't agree with me. So <laughs> they don't want our infected asses over there. So <laughs> so that's not going to happen. It's musically, I think I would love to spend a little time like in Germany. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, cause I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of like the old German thrash stuff like Sodom Creator, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Destruction. There's others. Yeah, Destruction. There's a ton of others yeah. that I just love. Uh, I think Holy Moses were from there as well. Yeah. Just some amazing bands. But I don't know if they actually have a scene anymore in any of those cities. Right. So well, I assume they do. They have Wacken, right? So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Wacken. Yeah. <laughs> I've tried for the last two years they had it to get ticks, ticks, but they sell out so fast. I know. It's like, man. Yeah. That's... It's like, I'm glad, I'm glad it's doing amazing, but uh, that'd be another personal thing I would like to do. You know, like I said, I've been trying to get tickets and it just can't make it work out, unfortunately. So uh, cool. one of these years when COVID's done. So there you go. Cool. Uh, Deli, how about you, man? Oh, gosh. Um, I guess I've always wanted to go see the um like the caribbean like uh barbados bahamas uh, barhamas haha bahamas barhamas barbados just the idea of walking up walking onto a beach grabbing a coconut and just anything anywhere tropical that you know i'll, I'll take mosquitoes and hurricanes over what we're about to face in the next couple months any day maybe it's just my old age or whatever but just somewhere tropical cool. really nice uh deanna <clears throat> um to visit right now i would i would pick ireland just it just looks beautiful to me it's um yeah like from my childhood i was going to do but musically i agree with daryl germany is where i'd love to play yeah it would be awesome when you guys do end up hooking up that show in Germany, um, please b- bring me along. I, I'd be happy to be the photographer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Press pass all day. All right. Uh, Art, how about you? I I would love to go to Portugal. That's what I've been, me and the wife have been really talking about that. That would be I fantastic. The climate there is amazing. Yeah. I hate Michigan winters, and we got one coming up, and it's going to be miserable. <laughs> Sounds awesome. But uh, for music, uh, I mean, I like a lot of the Swedish bands, so I wouldn't mind going that way. Hell yeah. 
checking out checking out that scene because I think they're still growing and yeah, they have a big scene going on. Yeah, I would I would like to go to uh, Gothenburg just to go find the dudes and uh, at the gates and you know hug on them <laughs> <laughs> from six feet away. Right, right. <laughs> Wave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stewie, how about you, man? I have to say Germany. A lot of the metal bands I love is from Germany. Cool. Cool. Good shit. And Melinda, how about you? I would like to go to California, which I'm going um, next week. I'd like to uh, see a lot of the bands out there. Yeah. Uh, Death Angel. Where are you going? uh, Around San Francisco. Ooh, North. uh, Yeah. So I'd like to check out the bands out there. I'm going to uh, visit X Method. Wow. Fantastic. Yeah. X Method. They're in Cali. Yeah. They're in the top. I'm a huge. Yeah. I'm a huge Northern California uh, fan. And uh, if I could just convince my wife to move out there, and well, that and the cost of living. Yeah. It's the only thing. (laughs) And now it seems more people are moving out of California. Yeah. Yeah. There's a huge exodus of people with money that are leaving California because they're paying like 54% of their income to taxes and having to hurdle over piles of homeless people just to get to their house. Yeah. Yeah. They have a poop patrol in California. Did you know that? They have what? Uh, it's called a poop patrol that just cleans up the shit after uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. the homeless. No, no. That's crazy. No. <laughs> That's crazy. But, you know, well, San Francisco I'll take pictures area. and I'll send it. <laughs> yeah. So if you get a chance, if you get a chance, you should go over to Marin. You know, it's it's basically across the Golden State Bridge. Um, this beautiful uh, country out there. There's super cool uh, trails. Uh, if you like mountain biking, that that will kick your ass too because it's fucking awesome out there. But thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. So, guys, thanks again for joining. Um, thanks again for your, the music fans. Thank you so much for joining because that's what makes us the the fans with bands roll. So, um, thanks for hooking this up, brother. I appreciate thank it. Thank you, yeah. Chuck. Thanks to everybody, thanks, everybody that joined. And cool. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Thanks Have for everything, awesome. Chuck. You're always Orange cool up. to us, dude. <laughs> Have some great. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Thanks again to Foot, Art, Daryl, and Deanna from Hate Unbound, and fans Mike, Sean, Deli, Stewie, and Melinda for joining me on this episode of Fans with Fans. Go check out Darkness Becomes All by Hate Unbound. It's a brutal album that any metal fan will love. See the show notes for all the details and links. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This has been a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.